0: It's February the 5th, let's read the Bible. Welcome back to our year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation. Today, we are in the early chapters of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 8, 9, and 10. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the comments that you have made on Facebook and on YouTube, uh, some of you on email and on the Rumble video platform. So glad to get the comments and your questions, and I'm trying to answer as many of them as I can. Thank you also for sharing these videos with your friends. That way, on social media, if you share it, a YouTube video, a Rumble video, or share a Facebook video, uh, thousands more people will be able to join us as we journey through uh, the Word of God. Now, just one quick reminder, then we're going to jump into the text. Matthew is preeminently the story of Jesus as the King of the Jews. He's the promised Messianic King. He's the fulfillment of all the Old Testament promises. He's the seed of the woman. He's the descendant of Abraham. He's the descendant of Isaac and of Jacob. And he's from, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the one true son of David. That, the whole point of that genealogy in Matthew chapter 1 is to show us that, that Jesus really is the legal and true heir to David's throne. He is the king who has come to his people. He's the king of the Jews. He's the promised Messiah of Israel. And I think a good way to, to look at Matthew's gospel is three words. First, the king is revealed. That's the part of the book we're in now. Second, the king is rejected. We're coming up on that fairly fast. And then just at the very end of the book, the king is resurrected. He's revealed. He's rejected. And then he is resurrected. In these chapters, uh, we've already seen the, the birth of the king. We've also already seen the beginning of the king's ministry. The king has announced his manifesto. That was yesterday, the Sermon on the Mount. And now we're seeing the king's power displayed in chapters 8 and 9 as he heals so many different people. And then the king's commission in chapter 10 as he sends his disciples out to minister in his name. So then, Matthew 8, when he came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him right away, A man with leprosy came up and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him, saying, I am willing. Be made clean. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus told him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed in terrible agony. He said to him, am am I to come and heal him? Lord the centurion replied, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority, having soldiers under my command. I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does this. Hearing this, Jesus was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with so great a faith. I tell you that many will come from east and west to share the banquet with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus told the centurion, go, as you have believed, let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that very moment. Jesus went into Peter's house and saw his mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her. Then she got up and began to serve him. When evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. He drove out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. When Jesus saw a large crowd around him. He gave the order to go to the other side of the sea. A scribe approached him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus told him, Foxes have dens, birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Lord, another of his disciples said, First, let me go bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. As he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a violent storm arose on the sea so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But Jesus kept sleeping. So the disciples came and woke him up saying, Lord, save us, we're going to die. He said to them, why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the seas. And there was a great calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. When he had come to the other side, to the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him as they came out of the tombs. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. Suddenly they shouted, what do you have to do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? A long way off from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. If you drive us out, the demons begged him, send us into the herd of pigs. Go, he told them. So when they had come out, they entered the pigs and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the water. Then the men who tended them fled. They went into the city and reported everything, especially what had happened to those who were demon possessed. At that, The whole town went out to meet Jesus. When they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. Matthew 9 So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Just then, some men brought to him a paralytic, lying on a stretcher. Seeing their faith, Jesus told the paralytic, Have courage, son. Your sins are forgiven. At this... Some of the scribes said to themselves, he's blaspheming, perceiving their thoughts. Jesus said, why are you thinking evil things in your hearts? For which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk. But so that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he told the paralytic, get up, take your stretcher and go home. So he got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and gave glory to God, who had given such authority to men. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him while he was reclining at the table in the house many tax collectors and sinners came to eat with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Now, when he heard this, he said, It is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then John's disciples came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests be sad while the groom is with them? The time will come when the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one patches an old garment with unshrunk cloth because the patch pulls away from the garment and makes the tear worse. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the skins burst, the wine spills out, and the skins are ruined. No, they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. As he was telling them these things, suddenly one of the leaders came and knelt down before him saying, my daughter just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will live. So Jesus and his disciples got up and followed him. Just then, a woman who had suffered from bleeding for 12 years approached from behind and touched the end of his robe. For she said to herself, If I can just touch his robe, I'll be made well. Jesus turned and saw her. Have courage, daughter, he said. Your faith has saved you. And the woman was made well. From that moment, when Jesus came to the leader's house, he saw the flute players and a crowd lamenting loudly. Leave, he said, because the girl is not dead, but asleep. And they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand and the girl got up. The news of this spread throughout that whole area. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men following him followed him crying out, have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I can do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes saying, let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Then Jesus warned them sternly, be sure that no one finds out. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout that whole area. Just as they were going out, a demon-possessed man who was unable to speak was brought to him when the demon had been driven out. The man who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed, saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the ruler of the demons. Jesus continued going around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dejected like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the workers Are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Matthew 10. Summoning his twelve disciples, he gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve after giving them instructions. Don't take the road that leads to the Gentiles and don't enter any Samaritan town. Instead, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons freely you received, freely give. Don't acquire gold, silver or copper for your money belts. Don't take a traveling bag for the road or an extra shirt, sandals or a staff for the worker is worthy of his food. When you enter any town or village, Find out who is worthy and stay there until you leave. Greet a household when you enter it. And if the household is worthy, let your peace be on it. But if it is unworthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Look, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as serpents and as innocent as doves. Beware of them because they will hand you over to local courts and flog you in their synagogues. You will even be brought before governors and kings because of me to bear witness to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, don't worry about how or what you are to speak for you will be given what to say at that hour because it isn't you speaking but the spirit of your father speaking through you brother will betray brother to death and a father his child Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to another. For truly, I tell you, you will not have gone through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher or slave above his master. It is enough for a disciple to become like his teacher and a slave like his master. If they, called the house, if they called the head of the house Beelzebub, then how much more the members of his household. Therefore, don't be afraid of them, since there is nothing covered that won't be uncovered, and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in a whisper, proclaim on the housetops, Don't fear those who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's consent. But even the hairs of your head have all been counted. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Therefore, Everyone who will acknowledge me before others, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. Don't assume that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. The one who loves a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. The one who loves a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever doesn't take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Anyone who finds his life will lose it, and anyone who loses his life because of me will find it. The one who welcomes you welcomes me and the one who welcomes me welcomes him who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who welcomes a righteous person because he is righteous will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is a disciple. Truly, I tell you, he will never lose his reward. That's the end of the reading for today. What struck me, I'm just thinking out loud here as I was reading this right now, how countercultural this is. The whole thing, the whole gospel message, gospel of Matthew, the Sermon of the Mount, Completely goes against the grain of the way the world thinks. And then all those miracles. The world has no answer for the miracle working power of Jesus. You know, Matthew 8 and 9, they're just kind of stacked up on one another. To say, this is the teacher's, the king's manifesto. And here's the king's power. And now here's the king's commission. It's good news. He's got the power to heal the sick and raise the dead. And I am now going to send you out, he says, as a... Uh, Sheep among wolves. That's a dangerous place to be unless the Lord goes with you. And if the Lord goes with you, you're as safe among the wolves as you are in the pen. And in the end of it all is don't don't fear to serve the Lord. Don't fear to give him everything. You try to save your life, you lose it. But if you lose your life physically, literally, metaphorically, spiritually, if, in the eyes of others, you lose your life, you've wasted it for Jesus, the world would say. Jesus would say, You haven't wasted anything. You have found it. Just hold on to these last few words. Serve the Lord today. You'll be glad you did today. You'll be even happier than you did tomorrow. In 10,000 times, 10,000 years from now, you will never lose your reward. Jesus sees he knows. No one will ever regret serving Jesus in this life for the life to come. That's the scripture reading for today. I want you to come back because we've talked about the king revealed. Tomorrow, we're going to move into that second section, the king rejected, which leads directly to the cross. And finally, at the end of Matthew, we're going to get to the king resurrected Go out and serve the Lord with joy. Take every opportunity to do good in his name and to say a good word for him. Enjoy this day. Have a great God-blessed day. Come back tomorrow morning. We're going to do this again. See you then.